0: Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Ilin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. Hello there, you creative. How are you? I'm good. I'm here in my armchair, have a half a cup of tea left. It is about 4, 4.30 in the afternoon when I'm recording this. And it's still light outside. It's getting a little bit like towards sunset, but there's still light. I can see a little bit of blue in the sky. And it's really warm in my room uh, where I work because the Sun has been shining in through the window all day. I have south-facing windows so it's really warm (laughs) and isn't that the true spring signs? The sunshine, the longer days and a little bit of inspiration and energy starting to creep up. So First of all, I want to say thank you for all of those of you who like sent messages or commented about uh, last week's episode when I talked about leaving self-employment behind and transitioning my business back into being a side business with one day a week Wednesdays as my creative day and why I've been doing that uh, or why I've decided to do that and why it feels like the right choice for me and why self-employment hasn't been the magical dream solution to everything that sometimes we talk about and i find it interesting that it seems to have struck a chord with a lot of people and to me that says that this is something that is this is an experience and this is a a decision and an understanding of ourselves that isn't very uncommon and there is not enough talk about this path and why this path might be the best one for us in this sort of cultural time online in our little crazy world online, where self employment is really um, like said to be the best thing and and positioned as the sort of dream. So thank you for that. Thank you for all your kind messages for your. Um, Yeah, saying that you're happy for me for making this choice and also like validating you a bit for those of you who who have made similar choices. So today I thought we would do something that I've been doing over on the YouTube channel and I've decided to move them here uh, to um, the podcast simply because partly it's easier for me uh, to do it in a podcast format, which is also gonna be important now that I only have one day a week um, and video is very time-consuming consuming, unfortunately. And also I feel like this is where uh, like, I have the conversation with you who listen. Uh, the podcast has become a really, really good space for me to, to talk about things and to share things and it feels like you who listen enjoy it a lot too. So I decided to move. Okay, so I I didn't say what I was actually going to (laughs) do. So uh, we're going to do winter reflection and spring planning. Uh, I have posted videos on YouTube um, about my my winter reflections and spring planning and for every season, uh, these kind of videos. So they are now here on the podcast and we are going to talk about that today. So I want to talk about spring planning also a little bit because I am now transitioning and I'm going to run my business on just one day a week. And I want to give you a little bit of an idea about how I plan for that and how I approach that in my plans and and yeah, what I have lined up coming this spring. So yeah, one thing that is going to happen this spring that I will uh, talk more about soon is that the doors to Companions and Creativity will open and they're opening quite soon. They are opening on March 20 and will then be open for two weeks. Uh, so that is one thing that is happening. So if you are one of people who've been like, when is it opening? <laughs> I've gotten emails and messages from people. Um, that is the date, March 20. Uh, companions the the doors to companions and creativity my group coaching community will open um, and yeah then you will be able to join if it feels like a good good decision good choice for you to do that okay so let's dive into winter reflections first so winter is this season when we tend to be lower on Energy lower on inspiration, lower on productivity, but we tend to be higher on reflection, and we tend to be higher on introspection, and that has been very true for me this winter, as you might have guessed um, from <laughs> what I've been talking about recently. Uh, so I went into winter feeling really strong, coming out of autumn, having been really, really focused during autumn, and. It has been, been a, quite a back-to-back autumn and things were like winding down for December and things were good and I went on uh, like a holiday uh, break um, from creating content and, and such over Christmas and um, yeah, the end of the year. And then I started doing my end-of-the-year reflections and that went, went well and, and still like wrapping up and being proud of how i've really gotten things quite a bit in order in like my creative life and creative business and feeling proud of that and happy about that and then i started thinking about 2023 and my yearly intentions and yearly goals and that's when <laughs> my winter sort of started to unravel a little bit in a good way um, but yeah it has been a winter that has been a little bit unsettled in that I have uh, been thinking a lot. I've been recording a lot of voice messages, uh, voice notes on my phone for myself, just trying to work things out while I've been out out walking. Um, I have been like writing uh, down things in my notes app, I've been journaling, I've been writing like um, little pieces of text. that hasn't I have like I haven't used for a blog post or anything just trying to work out what my what I actually wanted uh, from this year what I wanted from 2023 and what yeah what it was all about so it started I think when I chose the word frolic and when I and I chose that word um, so that is my word of the year frolic and I chose it because I wanted more lightness, I wanted more fun, I wanted more, more of all of these things that didn't feel like such hard work and such mental effort. And I think it was when I, I was thinking about this at the beginning of the year um, and then I chose the word and that sort of marked a little bit of a change that opened up um, things in a a different way. It think about things in a different way and it made me start to question things. So that is when I started thinking about, okay, so maybe maybe actually transitioning my creative business back to being a little bit more of like a hobby business um, in that also giving me back the creative freedom, freedom, giving me the peace of mind of having a normal income and all of those things. So. The winter was a lot of thinking, a lot of reflections, a lot of working things out. Um, I, I read that book Quit <laughs> uh, that I mentioned last week um, that while well, trying to work this out. So it took up a lot of my uh, mental space to think about these things and try to make a decision. And then uh, I talked to my job to see if there was any possibility of increasing my hours. And at this point, I was like thinking, like, okay, so maybe I can't increase my hours now. Maybe I'll have to like wait six months or something like that. And as so I, I had no idea um, like where the year would be going in terms of that. Um, so yeah, uh, it was a lot of thinking, a lot of reflecting, a lot of being unsure of first what I wanted, and then what would happen. Um, And so I feel like this distracted me a lot during winter. (laughs) Um, And then finally, at the end of winter came the decision to, okay, I want, I want this. And my job is also on board for me to, to increase my hours from March. And along all of this, uh, I feel like I sort of dropped a bit of my winter plans one thing I had planned was to do a lot of preparations for my spring campaign um, have not really done that <laughs> I feel like I became a little bit disconnected from from my plans when I was trying to figure this out and work this out and this is something that I, that, that tends to happen with me when I think about big picture stuff uh, I tend to um, I want to work out the big picture stuff before I can get back into like the normal rhythm with things. And that is, I, it's a bit um, annoying sometimes when you sort of want to do both simultaneously. And I have done both simultaneously, but yeah. I, I feel like I became a little bit disconnected from, from my, my plans for the winter um, and uh, I was also quite tired. Which I always am in winter, and have to learn that I'm I don't have that much energy in winter, and yeah, that is just something I have to make space for and embrace. Um, but the thing that did pop up during winter that was unexpected, that was out of the blue, that was very unruly was this idea of Substack, and it came very much hand in hand with. With this feeling of wanting more creative freedom wanting more playfulness wanting more self-expression and um yeah following my inspiration and it sailed up as this thing that i yeah that just felt really really fun and felt really aligned with what i wanted in my creative life um and yeah i went on my amsterdam trip in the beginning of february as well So that's pretty much what happened in winter, it was a lot of thinking a lot of like maybe overthinking even uh, a little bit uh, working things out um, And being a little bit tired and distracted uh, Throughout the season so not my most productive season which winters never are for me, and that's totally fine Uh, But yeah, that's my winter so I should probably have said that these reflections um, come from something I do um, you have probably heard me mention this before but I have a planning guide It's called four seasons of creative work and it starts with a uh, yearly workbook uh, which I did uh, fill out for myself in January and then you have seasonal workbooks one for each season where you both reflect about the season you're leaving behind and then plan for the season ahead so what I've done yesterday is that I sat down uh, to fill out the workbook for spring. Um, and you can get this planning guide on my website. We use it in companions and creativity. So if you join companions now when we open doors, then you get four seasons of credit work, or you can get just the planning guide on my website. And it's on my website. Um, I can leave, I will leave a link down in the um, in the episode notes here in the podcast app that you're listening in uh, I'll leave the link there but otherwise it's my website slash planning so if you are wanting to reflect a little bit about your winter one thing that I like to do when I, I do this and this is also an exercise in in the workbook um, it's to look at what you actually created or what you did um, because I find that we often forget a little bit what we have done uh, during a three-month period, and uh, yeah, I think it's just nice to summarize for yourself what you did do and to look back. So I like to like pull out my calendar and go through it, and I use Trello as well to like for my tasks. So I will look at Trello and scroll through things. I will like look at Instagram, how many Instagram posts did I post? (laughs) Things like that, just to give myself a little bit of a review of what I actually did. And often you remember like, oh, right, I did that as well. We can have like a very, um, yeah, we can feel like we're not doing enough. That's very common for creatives and if we like forget half the things we're doing that feeling just increases and when we actually look back at what we have done we often feel quite proud of having done things even if it's maybe not even the most productive season as it has hasn't been for me either this winter so next then comes the spring plans so spring is the season that is associated with new new energy and fresh energy after a winter of uh, shorter days and often a little bit more tiredness lack of energy uh, lack of motivation and inspiration often in winter and so spring becomes this contrast when when it becomes lighter uh, it becomes warmer and everything sort of starts to wake up again. So spring is very much a season of awakening. It tends to be a season when many creatives are inspired. Um, It tends to be a quite productive season for many creatives. But one thing I was reflecting about when I was filling out my my spring plans and reflecting around what springs tend to mean for me, is that I think that springs also have a tendency to be a little bit wobbly um energized and inspired yes but a little bit wobbly in terms of if i compare it to summers and autumns they feel much more stable to me and spring feels like this sort of sort of as if you haven't been uh, on a bike uh, for a while and you you dust off the bike and you pull it out of the garage and and you sitting on it and it feels a little bit um like it was a little while ago and I know we we talk about it's like riding a bike um (laughs) so maybe maybe a very bad (laughs) bad analogy but it feels like we since we have had a season with less energy and less like creative energy creative inspiration feels like spring's are a little bit wobbly because we haven't like found our stride quite yet. And um, I think it it feels like this for me, at least because it's coming like off the back of winter Um, and it takes me like a while to settle into the year. Um, And (laughs) maybe it's silly, but it feels like it takes like half the year to settle into the year. It's in summer and autumn that I tend to be much more, like, sure of what I want. And spring to be a little bit more of a season when I'm, like, experiencing things that will help me figure things out. Um, often more of a time of starting things. Um, and often, like, the beginning can be wobbly. Uh, so, yeah. I wonder if th- there is something here. That I haven't really seen this trend before. But I'm starting to see that this might actually be the case and uh, while I do love springs because because of the, this burst of new energy and it can be really productive, it can also have have an energy to it that is, yeah not entirely stable. <laughs> so we'll see what happens this spring. Uh, if this is the case. Uh, One thing that when I'm looking back on past springs is that I think that it's good when I channel that energy into projects. Uh, So if I look back at what I've created past springs, uh, when I've felt like more stable than less stable, I feel like I've been more like on track and happy and uh, moving forward good Uh, when I've had like, okay, so this is a project I'm working on in spring. Um, So I think that's good. To maybe try something to think about if maybe you experience spring in a similar way as I do. So my spring plans have to be simple, simple, simple. Because I only do have one day a week now, Wednesdays. And this is definitely something that I, like, from having switched my balance once uh, back in autumn when I switched to 50-50, job and business, uh, I... I like. I know that it will take me like a month or two <laughs> to settle into this and like realize what I have to do to make that balance work. Uh, so I know that it's probably gonna be like a little bit of um, figuring out that oh I didn't have enough time that Wednesday and so I will have to like do some things and may on maybe evenings or take a weekend day here and there to do things and that's fine that to me is like settling in type of things and figuring out and I to me it feels better to actually just start um, and take it a little bit as I go and figure that out rather than trying to plan like an exact balance before I've even started because I don't think I will be able to do that very well until I have actually experienced it. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple, but I'm also going to like evaluate as I go, uh, how things like how how a good balance can look in this new new way of doing things. So what we do uh, in this planning um, what we do in companions what we do if you have uh, the uh, seasonal workbooks the seasonal planner uh, is that we should choose focus areas and I think this is this is one of the, the most helpful things about this uh, because we can have like so many tasks and so many things we want to do so many projects we want to work on uh, so many little things and I find that, that it really helps me focus and also uh, decide what not to prioritize as much when I have clear focus areas for myself. So we choose focus areas. Um, maybe it's just one focus area, maybe it's two focus areas, and uh, maybe it's two focus areas and a little bit on the side of that, <laughs> which does to be the case for me, um, for each season. And then for the next season, maybe they stay the same, same or maybe you change them. Um, and yeah, this gives you something that is on the level between yearly goals and like weekly tasks uh, so this can be like projects like i want to work on my website things like that so my main focus area will be to start my Substack stack and to do it with uh, inspiration self-expression and joy at the core and this is very much something like i will while I, I know that I always think about balance and such, I, I find that topic very like interesting. I think a lot about those things. So I know that I will think a lot about this shift as I am moving into it um, and like how I can do that in the best way and the shift I want to feel in my creative work as well of having more creative freedom and have, like going back a little bit to more inspiration-driven creativity. Um And stepping more towards my artist self in my creative work in my business Uh, so I know that I will think a lot about those things and I will channel those thoughts into uh, Substack both how I design Substack and likely also what I write about in my Substack in the beginning Uh, so yeah I'm so incredibly inspired about this so I mentioned that before (laughs) Uh, but yeah that is definitely gonna be like my big focus area for spring and that also feels really good in that with that um, that I think that it's good for me to have a project in spring to like hold on to a little bit when I do feel uh, like a little bit of the wobble type of energy uh, in spring and when I say wobble I don't necessarily mean that like a lot of self-doubt although it can be that it's more that maybe it is that i'm not used to the energy um and like things have been dropped a bit on the side and i haven't like fully wound up um into the new year but like energy and inspiration going a little bit in maybe too many different directions and also this this aspect of uh like I tend to think about each year a little bit differently and um it takes me a while to figure out uh, what I actually want from a year and and often things change a little bit in some way and that tends to be sort of in the back of my mind and affecting me somehow in spring and then I sort of figure it out in summer that that has been the trend a couple of years oh. <laughs> so uh, Sub will be my, f- my main focus area and my secondary focus area will be uh, focused on like how I'm going to do things. And this is something I've done uh, for like the past two seasons and I really, really enjoyed this. And now that I'm also shifting my my balance, this, um, yeah, it's again, something you're going to think about a lot and experiment with. So my secondary focus area is to is on frolic rhythm and balance to explore a well-rounded life with job and side business so my uh, like first uh, goal of the year is uh, this well-rounded life and uh, to explore that and explore what that means and and try to live a more well-rounded life and not being like too obsessive about (laughs) business stuff Um, so I will, in, in spring, I want to explore what this new balance and what living a well-rounded life looks like with this new, new balance and also remind myself to, to do things that I consider like frolicking both in my creativity and outside of my creativity. Uh, so that can be like going on creative adventures as well as like uh, going out to dinner and booking those things and um, actually make sure that they are in my calendar. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I, I live a well-rounded life. So those are my main focus areas. And then I have um, a little bit other section that I put in other things that are not like uh, big focus areas. But will still be things that I work on. And in there we find the spring campaign for companions and creativity, the opening the doors and closing the doors again, um, and we also have my novel. And um, what I'm actually like gonna do in in um, in spring is that in March I'm gonna focus March completely on uh, the companions campaign, so I won't work a whole lot. I probably won't work at all on Substack. I would probably think about Substack in March. But I will focus March uh, completely on the Companion Spring Campaign. And then that will be done after March. Um, so again, doors opening on March 20. Um, and yeah, so that will be my, uh, my March. And then Substack will dom- dominate April and May. Um, and... Yeah. In in this world of seasonal planning, I consider the spring months March to May, and I know that you might maybe have a slightly different interpretation of the seasons, but this is just how I've divided up the year, and it's how we tend to divide up the the seasons in Sweden as well. We tend to think of March as a spring month, even if it's snowy. (laughs) We still have snow, we're gonna have more snow, but it's still a spring month in our minds here. Um, So that's where it comes from, probably. Um, And with my novel, one thing I want to try is to have uh, one uh, novel day each month where I, like, go to a cafe or something and work on the novel for, like, most of the day. Um, Because I've had these novel days with my friend, who's also a writer, and I find that they are really, really helpful to get my, like... Inspiration, motivation, energy around the novel, back up, and also very much like get into the novel again, uh, because I tend to like slip out of it a little bit. Um, and if I do this once, a m- once a month, I feel like the rest of the month I can like ride on that inspiration, and energy, and work on like in smaller increments throughout the month, and then I will have a new day to like refill that uh, like mental bucket and also like give myself a good couple of hours to think about, okay, where am I at? What am I working on next? Well, like maybe reading through chapters that I've edited, uh, things like that. So that is something I want to try. And uh, now that I only have Wednesdays, uh, my novel days will probably be on a weekend, uh, which is a change, uh, but I'm willing to devote like one weekend day a month to novel work that's totally fine um so yeah those are my spring plans we have companions in march and then we have substack in april and may and that will be like my my spring and it feels it feels simple uh but then there are also things of course like i'm still going to be doing this podcast throughout um throughout the spring as well, uh, and other little things. I'm still gonna be running companions, of course, in April and May. Uh, so yeah, the windows would will definitely fill up, um, and yeah, I am very much looking forward to spring. I'm very much looking forward to having more energy. Uh, <laughs> I always feel so tired at the end of winter and the Amsterdam trip definitely gave energy. I'm very happy about the lighter days. Uh, so I, I know that it is coming, but I'm not quite like feeling it entirely yet. I still feel kind of tired. <laughs> uh, so I'm very much looking forward to more of the spring energy. That hopefully will arrive quite soon. So yeah. If you're thinking about your spring plans I would highly encourage you to try to think about focus areas and don't plan out like on a detailed level uh, the whole of spring because things will change. You won't be able to stick with, with things if you pa- plan out like every week uh, the whole of spring. That is my experience for myself and for other creatives as well and also we tend to feel a bit locked in. When we plan in too t- too detailed too far in advance, but on the level of focus areas, it tends to be really helpful um, to s- steer the energy a little bit and to make intentional choices about what you want to focus on. If you halfway through spring decide that the focus areas really was the wrong ones and you want to change, then you can do that. There's no no like rules. Um, you don't have to stick with something that isn't working, of course. The plans should always be updated as you go. Uh, but I do think that they they help focus areas. So that is something I would encourage you to do. Um, okay. So that is what I wanted to share. Give you a little bit of a peek into what's going on. What I have lined up and now for, for spring. And yeah, if you are curious about companions and creativity, um, doors will open soon and you can read more about it on my website. There's a link also in the description to this episode. And if you're wondering anything about it, you can always send me a DM on Instagram or something like that. Okay, so let's begin this spring and hope you have a good rest of your day. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it, make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend. If you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W dot And until next time, remember, there is space for you and your creativity.